I've spent the last few days fuming, <laughs> reading, <laughs> reading Twitter and thinking to myself, just relax, folks. Relax. I know it was awful. And if you're a Central Coast Mariners fan and, and, and someone who loves their team, and boy, hasn't your team under Nick Montgomery been fantastic. Um, they just won't quit. There is no quit in their game. But uh, one of the referees made a couple of mistakes. Um, I'm just reminded, and I'm, I keep <laughs> saying to myself, if I had been sacked or if, I, if they had said to me, we're going to sack you if you keep making mistakes, um, how long I would have lasted in television. Um, I made plenty of mistakes. It was part of the growing, the learning. And if you, unless you stretch yourself, unless you're trying to be better, yeah, and remember, and you're, ref- you're a referee. You understand how difficult it is at that precise moment to have the professional set of eyes on that decision that just went on and saying, I'm going to award this team or that player a free kick. Now, I've gone to the source now. I've gone to an ex-FIFA ref, someone who knows the game better than most, and I've asked him and I've wanted to ask him this question for a few days now. Um, and we should introduce him. Chris Bambridge, are you there? I'm here, George. Hi, guys. How are you? Welcome to the program. Um, you know what I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you, what should we do to a referee that's had a couple of things mucked up? Oh, get rid of him straight away, George. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Jeez, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Chris. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> No, you know there's a no, bigger you know there's a bigger problem in the game if we do, I do. that. I do. And look, if this had been in my situation, um, it would not be as it is now. Uh, many years ago, there was not the scrutiny, there was not the TV, there were not the um, various different organisations that chase these things through. It would happen on the weekend. Uh, the incident would go. And most of the people that were at the game by the next weekend, unless they haven't get me again, would have forgotten it. <laughs> now, with the scrutiny that these poor referees are under, not only at A-League level, but also here in Victoria at MPL level, um, social media is just, seriously, it's having a great effect on referees, on their mentality, their reactions to what they see their future as, and some of them don't see a future. Um, If I can take this down 16 pegs, it's the same with junior referees being abused by parents. That's where we lose them. So what we need to do, in my opinion, is not uh, start to demote them, take them off games, move them down leads. What we need to do is to educate them. Um, And I'm assuming, guys, that the situation in the A-League is exactly the same as it is here in Football Victoria. And that's exactly through our coaching system what we are trying to do. Um, Chris, we are sorry, just Chris, Bambridge yeah. is our, yeah. Chris Bambridge is our special guest on FNR. He is uh, ex-FIFA referee. He's, 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 he's looked after games at international level and across the, across the world. And currently... He's part of that select team that reviews the performances of the MPL referees. Correct, Chris? The Football Victoria referees, yep, yes, MPL right. referees. So if I, if I was to say to you, what's the best advice you have for the referee that's currently in question? What do we do? Okay. 
what's what's the best remedy? One for the junior referees for the, and for the game to move the game forward. Yep. Sure. I think the initial reaction to your question, George, is it is exactly what um, we are doing here in Victoria. First of all, we need to identify the problem that the referee has. And how has he dealt with it at the time, this particular incident? Nowadays, those referees have the opportunity to review that later in the week with a coach um, and the reports that they receive from the coach. And we were once upon a time called inspectors. <laughs> now, that to me is someone on a tram in the city um, who looks for a ticket. Nowadays, it's more about the coaching of referees. So what we need to do is identify the perceived problem, get the referee to accept that possibly he has erred in his judgment, and then talk about how we can resolve the problem and how uh, we can get that referee to make better decisions in the future. Now, I understand the VAR comes in and all of that, but at local level here, what we do with the referees, once their report is done, it goes off to uh, Michael Fabian, who is the head of referees now in Football Victoria, that man reviews every game in the NPL every week. And by the following weekend, he goes back to each referee with a resolution to any key match incidents, or KMDs as we call them, that occur in a game. And this year, to be truthful with you, we have been instructed as coaches, assessors, to look for two I struggled last weekend on my game to find one key match incident. Um, there was one that resulted in a penalty not being given. That referee has been consulted. He's been, if you like, shown the error of his ways, but he's also been asked how he can improve himself. And that is what they are doing at this level. Um, and most referees, I'd say 98% of our referees at this level and AV level are the first people to self-analyze and admit they've made a mistake. It's about education, George. You know, I was going to say, Chris, as you were talking and you were reflecting on what was going on, uh, you reminded me of um, uh, an incident a a lifetime ago now. Um, I had uh, a guy called Bruce Gingell, and Bruce was, you know, had just come back from Britain. Uh, He'd made an awful lot of money for Lord Lou Grade, and he he was uh, charged with creating this new television station down under that morphed and became SBS. And you know the first thing he gave me? It was one of the very first VCR or better cam recorders. And you know why that was? Right. You know what that was? Yep. So that I could, I could review my nightly news effort and if I'd made an error, to see it and to fix it so that I wouldn't continue yes. to make the same sort of errors. Now, he said, you make different errors, that's fine. If you keep repeating the same errors, we've got problems. Now, is that the same sort of thing with, with the refereeing? It, can you, yes, see, it can you yeah. see if the referee's making a, 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 like a very similar, uh, not error, but omission time and time again based on certain things? And is it always about being in the right position? Because you know what perspective perspective does it changes your view on everything that's correct that's correct and and it is about it's about fitness and i have never seen our referees both at a level international level um, and even npl level 
as fit as they are at the moment. Now, wow. fitness can be a prime fact in uh, you making the right decision. It's if you use that fitness and you get into the best position possible to make the correct decision. We had an incident in a game that I reviewed last week that I was at. There was an incident that I believed in the second minute of the game was a penalty from my position 60 metres away from the incident. The referee was no more than 15 metres, decided to play on. When we reviewed it, and we reviewed it with the referee, first thing he said was, I can't repeat the first thing he said, but the second (laughs) one was, yes, yes, I made an error. And he knew it. Mm. What that meant to him, then we talked about it, and the outcome was, he said, not me, Mm. if I'd have been slightly more to the left, I would have had a better angle. So he resolved his own problem. So now he's looking... The next time he, he referees, when the ball is going into that particular part of the field of play, moving more towards the left so that he's got a, a better view of any prospect of anything happening on the side of the penalty area. That wasn't me. That was him that did it himself. And our referees at that level are doing that all the time, George. Believe me. Chris, it's Josh here. Uh, I just wanted to yes, expand upon that. Now that the referees in the top division have access to VAR, they ostensibly have the means to do that there on the spot and re-referee their own mistakes. And yet we did see in the A-League game recently, you know, that Sean Evans did have a couple of opportunities to fix those mistakes and, you know, he either made it worse or he didn't didn't change it. So, I mean, it's obviously different when you're in a a review setting and you're, you know, you're off, you don't have the attention of the crowd and the coaches yelling at you from the sidelines and so forth. Um, It's Mm -hmm. obviously a different environment, but uh, how do we train the referees to identify the mistakes on the monitor quickly and fix them? Just that, that's very difficult. And I, I don't know if I have the answer to that because I was never exposed to the VAR. Sure. George would tell you I would have loved the VAR in 1986, <laughs> but you didn't exist. <laughs> so, look, in all seriousness, yes, they are under immense pressure. And I saw a game in the EFL a couple of nights ago, seven minutes to review a penalty decision. For me personally, that is ludicrous. It should be one viewing, three or four cameras, yes, no, let's get on with the game. Spot on. Um, but in answer to your question, I don't think I have an answer to your question. We have to work on that with these referees um, because many of them are taking, along with the VAR, to get to the right decision and sometimes that decision is not correct. And that was the whole purpose of the VAR, to make sure that the decisions were correct. Now, I haven't seen this game, to be perfectly blunt, Um so I don't know whether the right decision was made or not, but obviously from the furore that's going on yeah. and continuing to go on, it seems that it wasn't. Uh, my my great uh, complaint was all the people on the periphery screaming for the referee to get ditched or relegated or whatever, I'd like them to stop talking. I understand their frustration. They were fans first sure. and then they are whatever they are. Sure. But uh, but sure. we've got to understand the damage we do to the game. If we if we we scare the hell out of referees, we're not going to get people wanting to be, you know, referees. So we've got to help. We've got to protect them, especially at the lower leagues, that you, as you rightly touched on. But in order to yep. grow the game, and and it applies to everybody. If you're going to make a better bricklayer, if you're going to make a better broadcaster, get them in there, talk to them, and showcase uh, their strengths and their weaknesses. And ultimately, if if they're any good. 
they'll survive. If not, they'll move on and become bricklayers or something else. They will. Yeah. You're exactly right. And those, and the thing, as you said before, George, we need to we need to take these people under our wing and educate them properly, try to resolve the issues that they've got and send them back out. Please, please, don't let's start demoting them, moving back to the Probably. state league and all this rubbish because that will not help them. And bigger than that, it won't help the game. Yeah. No one is bigger than the game. Um, you know, when referees retired, you know, Tony Boscovich retires, yep. Bambridge retires, Melody retires. Oh, the game's coming to a standstill. No, it doesn't. You move the game on. goes on. Yep. Mm. But we did it of our own volition. We weren't forced out of the game. And what's happening at the moment, sorry, I'm not saying it's happening at the moment, but it will if, we if persist. people continue to berate referees the way that they do, particularly in social media. I don't even read it, to be perfectly yeah, yeah. Smart man. And, and nor should you. Uh, <laughs> Chris, uh, thank you so much for your insights today. We really appreciate it. And uh, I'm sure we'll catch up with you again down the track. My pleasure. Anytime, guys.